Welcome to the Burden and Blessing Podcast, a study and discussion forum on the truth of God's Word. Our summary verses of the books of the Bible introduce us to the theme of each book of the Old and New Testament scriptures so that we might have a deeper appreciation and understanding of God's Word of Truth. We pray that these brief studies will enable you to get more out of your daily reading and hearing of God's Holy Word. Welcome back to Burden and Blessing and our 66 Summary Verses of the Bible. We're taking a look at the last of Paul's prison letters, the letter that he wrote to the believers in Philippi, better known as the letter of Philippians. Once again, a little background for this letter. Paul had visited and established the congregation in Philippi on his second missionary journey. We might remember people like Lydia, the seller of purple dye, or the jailer who was converted because of that earthquake that took place while Paul and Silas were in prison. Those were individuals that were part of this congregation. And the Apostle Paul was particularly close to this group of believers. Time and time again in this letter, Paul writes about how they had had great concern or compassion and had given gifts to the Apostle Paul because of their great love for him. And so the Apostle Paul here, he writes to thank them. Neil Radical is joining me again to take us through our summary verse for this letter of joy written by the Apostle Paul. Yes, our summary verse from Philippians is Philippians 4, verse 6 from the New American Standard Bible. And this is a very, just like you said, Nathaniel, this is a very comforting verse in a, in a situation that would not seem to be very comfortable. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I think it's important for us to consider the situation as you pointed us to that Paul was going through. It makes mention of this in the first chapter that Paul is writing and is considering the whole palace guard as he's under house arrest there and Caesar's household in chapter four to point to his Roman imprisonment here. And one of the most personal and joyful letters is that you see the, a form of the word joy at least 15 times in these short four chapters. So the mind and knowledge and peace of Christ, which Paul writes about here, really is this letter and this verse, the summary verse that we're talking about, calms our anxiety in a very troublesome world, a very anxious world. Our prayers will continue to be answered, the Lord reminds us, in due time. And we can give thanks for the Lord for that. And so I think so many people, myself included, can be filled with worry and anxiety today. And the Lord reminds Martha and Mary, you know, specifically Mary, you know, she's worried about many things, but one thing is needful. And Paul is definitely focusing the Philippian Christians on that one thing needful. Even in their poverty, the Lord continued to use them and bless them. And Paul was very encouraged by them and was also trying to show that same encouragement. He's encouraging them, continue in prayer. Continue in asking the Lord to supply you in your need. And then be thankful as you watch him do it. Isn't that true of the, the Christian? The Lord has supplied us for our sins need and supply us the Savior. And we can be thankful for that every single day as we continue to sin against our Lord. We continue to see how he has supplied us from the grace and mercy of our Lord. No matter what situation we face, just like Paul, learn to be content no matter what situation he was. And he continued to look to that upward calling as he writes to the Philippians and rejoice that for him to live is Christ and to die is gain. All summarized here by, there's no reason to be anxious. The Lord is with you. 
continue in prayer and rejoicing that the Lord is going to continue to bless you. Well said, Neil. When I think of this letter, I think of your mom. <laughs> Whoa, that got personal. <laughs> the silver lining. Oh, yeah. You know, your, your mom is known for that, isn't she? Yeah. Isn't that kind of what we find in Philippians? That there's a silver lining. Here's Paul in prison. But as he's sitting in prison, he looks and he sees the silver lining. He talks about how as a result of his imprisonment, he's had the opportunity to bring the gospel even to Caesar's household. That's amazing. What, he would have ne wouldn't have never had that opportunity outside of this. And then he talks about how, well, you know, there's a good chance that I might be released. There's a silver lining. And then he encourages the believers. And the believers in Philippi, man, they had some tough times. The people from Philippi, they had persecuted not only Paul, but also the Philippian believers there. And he says, no, it's okay. There's, there's a silver lining. God is working through those sufferings. He says, we need to be able to see the joy. And that's what this letter is all about. It's about rejoicing no matter what, because we know that with God in control, there is always a silver lining. The question is, are we going to look for that silver lining? Are we going to see that silver? We know it's there. There's no doubt about that. The question is, will we look to see what that silver lining is in our lives? And this letter is all about the silver lining. For the jailer of Philippi, probably had a pretty good job, but it wasn't worth it because he was about to put himself to death until he knew Jesus as his savior. And that changed his life. There was a silver lining. And so when I think about this letter, Neil, I think, yes, we don't need to be anxious for anything because we have a silver lining because of who our God is and what he does every day for each one of us. Amen to that. The hymn I want to close with is one that's really special to me. When I was in college, my friend had, uh, wrote a, a guitar tune and he wasn't sure what he was going to do for a melody for lyrics. And so we happened to open the hymnal to this hymn, My God, My Father, Make Me Strong, hymn 424. And it really fits well with that joy and that in the midst of sadness or sorrow or out without having something in your life. And the Lord continues to help us, like you were saying so well, to be reflective on the Lord's perspective versus our earthly sorrow. What's, what's the Lord doing through all this? And that's what I normally think of when we look at this verse. I'd play it for you, but that would just get weird. <laughs> my God, my Father, make me strong when tasks of life seem hard and long to greet them with this triumph song. Thy will be done. Draw from my timid eyes the veil to show where earthly forces fail. Thy power and love must still prevail. Thy will be done. With confident and humble mind, freedom and service I would find, praying through every toil assigned, thy will be done. Things deemed impossible, I dare. Thine is the call and thine the care. Thy wisdom shall the way prepare. Thy will be done. All power is here and round me now. Faithful I stand and rule and vow, while tis not I, but ever thou, thy will be done. Heaven's music chimes the glad day's end. Hope soars beyond death, pain, and sin. Faith shouts in triumph. Love must win. Thy will be done. Amen. Amen. 
We invite you to listen for new books each week on Burden and Blessing Podcast, where we believe and confess that every word of God is true. We pray that you will be assured that God's word is pure and is more precious than gold.